You're listening to Your Jewish Life, Your Way with Karen Cinnamon, the podcast that explores what it feels like to be Jewish or Jewish in 2022. On the show, we divulge all of the secrets and know-how to being confident in celebrating and living your Jewish life, your way, with easy, simple ways to embrace your mishpacha through the traditions and rituals you've been dying to learn more about. So save your kvetching, we are talking less Jewish guilt and more Jewish joy here on out. Yalla, forget about the right and wrong ways to be Jewish. It's time to create a Jewish life you love living. Welcome to today's episode. I love hanging out with you. I love being with you. I love doing these podcasts. And what I really love more than anything is when you get in touch with me and tell me how an episode inspired you or what you took from it or what what you want to hear more on the podcast. So always send me a DM if you're compelled to respond anything back. Just DM me at Your Jewish Life or take a screenshot of you listening to it and tag me. I just love hearing from you. You're part of the conversation. So today's episode is about something that I get asked a lot quite a bit actually as a mother of two girls. They're seven and eight years old. We live in London. Obviously, majority population is not Jewish. They go to a non-Jewish school. They do have Jewish friends there, but it's not a Jewish school. And often I'm hearing things about my daughters that make me realize, wow, they really are wonderfully proud of their heritage and they love being Jewish. And I get questions in my Smashing Life community and from others about how can they raise their kids to be proud? They didn't necessarily feel proud and visibly Jewish as kids and they don't want it for their kids and what tips do I have? So I thought I'd record an episode about how to raise Jewish children to be strong, proud and resilient. And, you know, as an example, this is one of the messages I got from a really good friend of ours who he collects my daughter on a Monday and he sent me this message, the father of one of my daughter's friends who's not Jewish, they're not a Jewish family. And he said, Monday is the highlight of all my after-school runs. Sasha is an absolute joy. She tells us all about Jewish facts, traditions, and I can tell she's really proud of her family. She's a really good girl. (laughs) And I have to say that that really made me smile, that message. And so I want to share my tips on how I'm raising my children to be proudly Jewish. Um, I I also think that sometimes there's a fear that the threat of anti-Semitism at schools and in wider society makes it a challenge to raise proud Jewish children. So I want to share my top three tips for overcoming it. And if you want these tips in a handy guide, just go to yourjewishlife.co slash children to download the accompanying guide, How to Raise Proud Jewish Children. So before I get started, I do want to emphasize that different things work for different families at different stages of life. So take this as a jumping off point for inspiration, not a sort of checklist of must do's. As always here at Your Jewish Life, this is a no guilt zone, no judgment zone. And also join in the conversation. Shoot me a DM at Your Jewish Life or if you're inside Smashing Life community, talk to me direct and tell me what tips you have or what you've seen or what you do. So I'm going to give you my top three tips for raising proud Jewish children. Number one, had to start with this one, be a proud Jew yourself because children copy us, don't they? If they see you doing something, they do something. And the way we approach our Jewishness, our Judaism is no exception. So if you want your children to be proud, to love being Jewish, 
make sure you've got a solid handle on why you're proud to be Jewish yourself and what Jewish things spark joy for you. We do have a checklist of 30 wonderful things to do for instant Jewish joy. If you sort of lost yourself in the last few years with everything that's going on, you're disconnected from your identity a bit, download that. It's yourjewishlife.co slash joy. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. And there's so many easy ways to spark joy, but I'm sure you've got ones that you know you love doing, whether it's laying the table for Shabbat and having the kids join in or baking challah together or dancing around the living room to Jewish music. It doesn't matter, but whatever you do, make sure you're doing it and talk to your kids about what being Jewish means to you and communicate your excitement for the specific things that you love about being Jewish. And it really, like I say, it doesn't matter what those things are, but it's got to be things that you absolutely love doing, the traditions you love the most, the things that you love in your home that that you adore, the, what being Jewish means to you. So it might be that you love lighting the Shabbat candles every Friday, or maybe you you haven't been doing this. Why not introduce that? It doesn't have to take any time or energy. And it is such a beautiful tradition that will spark so much meaning for you. Get your kids involved, either get them their own little candle set that you help them light or help them light your candles and say the prayers together. And also maybe create new traditions that work for your family. So in our family, every Friday night, whether we're doing a traditional Friday night dinner with guests or whether we're doing a sort of, you know, lazy takeout Friday night dinner, it's just about being together, saying the prayers. We always do this one thing, this new tradition that we've created as a family where we go around the Shabbat table and we each talk about And if our guests are with us, they do the same thing. We each talk about one thing we're grateful for and also the highlight of our weeks. And we learn so much from our children with this tradition and also makes me and my husband stop and think about our week rather than just, you know, it's one crazy week leading to another crazy week. And and really Shabbat is about pausing and differentiating that day to the rest of the week. So what things can you do that are different on Shabbat that work for you and your family? So have a think about that. You can also stock up on Jewish books. PJ Library is an amazing resource. They send out one free book a month for your Jewish kids. So we'll link to PJ Library in the show notes. You can play Jewish music. We've got a Jewish Joy playlist that I'll link to in the show notes that you can dance around the living room to with your kids and find the songs that they absolutely love. My kids love Tel Aviv, da 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 Tel Aviv. They're crazy for it. We always have a great big dance session to that. Um, and they also love, you know, some of the Jewish music that I love by the Israeli music by Edan Reichel. In fact, one of Edan Reichel's songs is my absolute, my youngest daughter, it's her favorite song in the whole wide world. So like I say, they copy us. So whatever speaks to you personally, go all in and it will transmit to your child. So that's my number one tip. Just want to take a brief moment to tell you about my community, Smashing Life. It's a beautiful Jewish community that I'd absolutely love you to be a part of. It's a place to build the life you want on your terms, empowered by a community of like-minded Jewish women from all over the world. We have masterclasses and parties and get-togethers and socials and so much more. Um, Why don't I hand over to Ashley, one of our members from Los Angeles, and she can tell you what it's all about. So my favorite thing about being in Smashing Life is that it provides access to basically a group of friends 
where it's safe to share things that are good, that are bad, and things that you would never share publicly, like, I just took a pregnancy test and it came back negative. This sucks, everybody commiserate with me, or someone at work just threw me under the bus, and you know, people are so supportive, or you get to share something positive, like, you know, I just got a promotion at work, but I can't share it yet because it hasn't been announced yet. You can just share everything with each other and get, you know, support. You can get just your group of friends cheering you on or commiserating with you, supporting you for whatever you need. And it's, it's so special. So there you have it, that Smashing Life. It's an incredible community membership club for Jewish women. And I'd love you to join. Just head to smashinglife.club, smashinglife.club and join today. Number two is sort of leading on from that is do it for the love, right? Don't do anything because you should you know, being Jewish isn't just about blindly following the rules and just, you know, sheepishly just wandering through things and it not doing anything for you, not sparking any meaning, not sparking any joy, not bringing you closer to God, if that's what you're looking for, not not feeling a spiritual side to it. Do things that excite you, that spark meaning and joy. Don't do things out of obligation because your kids will pick that up and mirror it back. So I encourage you to engage in the Jewish activities that do bring you joy and then the enthusiasm will carry over and don't feel guilty about any traditions you choose to pass on for now it is your Jewish life your way the name of the podcast okay so do the Jewish things you love but also talk to your children about why you love them and keep talking all year round not just on the holidays um you know the the episode I did two weeks ago is all about my Jewish home it's called Jewish home tour and I talked about all the things in the Jewish home and we had Sadaka boxes for the kids and, and all kinds of stuff. So there's all sorts of stuff you can do all year round, not just on the holidays. Um, and then my third point is fill your home with Jewish joy. Again, leading on from what I've just said. So Judaism has to be fun for children. I wrote a piece, I'll link to it in the show notes for the BBC, all about how to make Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah relevant for children and what sort of things you can do for them. And I interviewed my children for the piece and all they were talking about, like all the all the fun things like baking challah and they love the apple and the honey and they love this. And then, yeah, it's all about fun. So make sure that things feel fun, not boring or heavy. I know that sounds obvious, but I do want to outline it. Um, Obviously, I've talked earlier about Shabbat, how Shabbat is such an easy, fun way to celebrate as a family each week. Every Friday night, you sit down for a meal. Maybe they can help make that meal. Maybe they can help lay the table. Maybe they can help light the candles, say the prayers. Obviously, they buy them their own little kiddish cups that they can sip their grape juice from, et cetera, et cetera. Make them feel part of it. Show them the things that you enjoy doing. And, you know, I've mentioned before, you can copy my tradition of talking about the highlight of the week or something you're grateful for. And obviously, get them involved with Jewish food and cooking. Like, is there a new Jewish recipe you want to try? We've got a really great guide on my 10 favorite Jewish recipes. If you want some inspiration, I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, why don't you together pick something from that list and cook together and make it get involved with Jewish food and cooking for others, cooking for yourselves, invite your non-Jewish friends around and share a new Jewish recipe or 
invite them, you know, friends around for, for a Shabbat dinner. It doesn't matter, but do things together, get them involved, get them signed up to PJ Library so that you that every month you're sent out a free age-appropriate Jewish book that will spark lots of conversation. There's no strings attached to PJ Library. It is genuinely the most amazing thing ever. We'll link to it in the show notes. Dance around to Jewish and Israeli music, like I said. It's just, you know, endless joy for everyone. And if you want to do something a little more ambitious and they're age appropriate, you could also start learning Hebrew together or teaching your kids if you already know Hebrew. Once you get going, just do it your way, your Jewish life your way and just transmit all that good energy, that spark, that meaning, that joy to your children. And and when obviously you need to have the conversation appropriate age about discrimination and how, you know, what is the hatred that exists in the world when you feel it's the right time or if it comes up from your children and of course no one wants to think about their child facing discrimination for being Jewish but it is something we need to do as parents at the right time most important thing you can do when the time is right or when you feel it's appropriate or when it comes from them is to make your child feel safe to express their emotions to have the conversations to provide empathy and compassion for what they're feeling, what they're thinking, and answer their questions in a way that's appropriate for their age, communication and openness, and having your child feel that they can talk to you about anything, and telling them a little bit about how the world works, that people do have differing viewpoints, that there is a little bit of ignorance in the world, and that whatever happens, reassure your child that it's never their fault. It's about other people and talking a little about that and 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 most importantly reminding your children of their strength their beauty their resilience to get through things and encouraging them to celebrate who they are even if the outside world doesn't celebrate that it's your individuality it's your unique family it's your way of doing things and it's such it's such a wonderful feeling if you are a parent, you may be interested in my Smashing Life community. My Smashing Life community is for all Jewish women, whether you're single, engaged, married, parent, divorced, whatever stage of life. It is our main age group is 25 to 45 year old women. But we we have, I think, our youngest members in her early 20s, our oldest is in their 70s. There's so much to learn from everybody. We don't discriminate on age, but just want to give you an idea. And we do have a sub-community for parents in there and all those sort of stages of, of, of sort of parenting from trying to conceive pregnancy and parenting. And it's a really empowering Jewish community to talk about this kind of thing. So do check the link in the show notes for joining Smashing Life if you'd like to be part of a Jewish parenting community or just a Jewish community. Um, do want to stress it's not just for parents. If you're listening, it's my community for all Jewish women and it is an incredible space, an incredible place to be. You can just head to smashinglife.club if you want to hear more about it. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. As always, I'd love to hear from you. And if this episode moved you in some way or you learned something, do share the podcast with a friend who might find it handy. It's so important that as many people as possible can be impacted by the podcast. And one way we do that is if, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you leave a review, it really, really, really helps spread the word about our podcast. So that would mean so much to me if you take a moment to leave a review on Apple iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen to. If you have two minutes to do that, it really does help. So 
Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week for more Jewish joy and let's all live our Jewish lives our way. Lots of love. If this episode inspired you in some way, I'd love you to take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at your Jewish life. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram and be your Instagram friend. That'd be fun. And I'd also love you to subscribe and share the episode with anyone you know who might benefit from it. I'd love you to leave a review as well. All these ways make sure that more people get to listen to the podcast and get inspired to live their Jewish life their way and we can spread the Jewish joy. So that would be a lovely mitzvah if you wanted to leave a review or share this episode with a friend or subscribe. One more thing I wanted tell you about just before I go today is I've got a really great handy checklist for you if you are trying to build a Jewish home or you've got a home and you want to make it more Jewish or you just want to feel more Jewish at home and it is a free checklist for everything you need in a modern Jewish home literally covering everything you need to set up your modern Jewish home if you've got a lot of these things it's just a great reminder there's links to everything you need as well so it's it's really handy in that way too and there's checklists for Rosh Hashanah, Shabbat, Hanukkah, Passover, and lots of minor Jewish holidays as well, and all sorts of fun ideas for the items too. So just head to yourjewishlife.co slash Jewish home if you want to grab that checklist. That's yourjewishlife.co, that's .co slash Jewish home, all one word. And the checklist is for you, whether you're Jewish, Jewish, or becoming Jewish. Let me know what you think. Drop me a line on Instagram and have a great day.